I'm Betsy Berkemer. And I'm Renee Frazier. On KFWB News Talk 980, welcome to Unfinished Business with Betsy and Renee every Sunday here on KFWB. We are two successful business owners talking about our experience over many years and hoping that our personal stories might help you in your companies. And I'm Renee Frazier, owner of Frazier Communications. We're a full-service advertising and marketing firm, one of the largest independent agencies in Los Angeles. I'm Betsy Berkemer, co-owner of Berkemer Clayton Executive Search. We are headhunters. We recruit public relations, marketing, and finance executives for companies and universities. Today we're talking about uh, corporate social responsibility, the concept that businesses need to engage and give back to the community. But we're doing it from an unusual angle, Betsy. You and I both had the opportunity to go to New York for an event for Skills USA. See Jim Lentz, who is the president and COO of Toyota Motor Sales, receive a champion award there. What we saw was the an amazing organization, Skills USA, which connects with businesses to provide students and uh, young people training that can be used in job opportunities, particularly with an emphasis on life skills training. We were so impressed that we wanted to talk about this on the show. And what I like about Skills USA is that it's uh, encouraging young people in high school to understand that Vocational training is an, an option for their career development. They don't have to all go to college, and many kids, A, can't afford to go to college, or their their attributes, the characteristics they've developed are not really college-geared, but they are much more attuned to uh, vocational training, whether it's mechanics or airline industry, dental hygiene, or vocational careers, and those are valuable and money-making careers. Well, and as an employer, you know, running my own company, I, I, I like young people coming into the company with great skills and training, but they have to have a work ethic. They have to have an ability to communicate. Uh, you want them to be uh, energetic about being part of a team, not necessarily loners. And those skills aren't often taught in school. And Skills USA is really a curriculum that teaches these kinds of skills as well as leadership to young people while they're in high school. And I think in many cases, too, they get a mentor relationship with the instructors that they might not be able to achieve in a large classroom. And as Skills USA has grown over the last several decades, corporations are taking advantage of knowing that as sponsorships with Skills USA as well as helping to build the pipeline for those kids coming out of high school or junior college who have the vocational training that the company actually needs. Well, let's bring on a company that has done this. As we mentioned, uh, Toyota Motor Sales has a strong relationship with Skills USA, and we're fortunate to have Jim Lentz with us. Jim is the president and COO of TMS. Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. We are really delighted that you took the time to be on the show. We know that you just came in from Japan. And Let's start with why Toyota Motor Sales is involved with Skills USA. Well, you know, it's, it's a partnership that has developed for Toyota. We've been involved well over 20 years. And we first were involved to really help our dealerships uh, have a pipeline of skilled craftspeople to work on our cars. And, and if you know much about the, the auto industry, there's a huge demand on an annual basis for this type of skilled craft person. And the other part of it is we really see that this gives us an opportunity to really change the perception of our industry, especially when you look at the, the, the what the, is called the back end of the dealerships or the service areas. Hmm. 
because many people have a have an image that these are low-paying, low-skilled jobs, and nothing could be further from the truth. Really? Hmm. Well, when you look at certified master technicians, which is the highest level technician that we have, the potential is for these individuals to make over six-figure incomes. Hmm. And with the tremendous amount of technology in cars today, it's a, it's a very rigorous program, a very uh, similar to what a college curriculum would be, where these young people have to be intelligent, well-trained technicians. So I think it's a real good match for what we need as Toyota, the industry, and what Skills USA is trying to do through their great work with young people across this country. All right, Jim. The last two shows that we've done here on Unfinished Business were dedicated to the L.A. Auto Show, and both Renee and I were so impressed uh, this year more than ever. The technology, the range of technology that all of the uh, the new cars are based on, they're, they're floating uh, smartphones, if you will, smart cars. <laughs> so uh, these young people are learning that uh, becoming technicians in this in this new world is really, really important and, as you say, very valuable career. So the, the benefits to the students are evident, but what does Toyota see in terms of the, the associates that come out of this program? Well, a, a couple different ways that we look at it. Um, first off, as, as a manufacturer of high-quality products, we have to go beyond that because we have to provide full service for our customers. Uh, it doesn't do us any good to build the best cars on the road if we don't have a great dealer organization that can service the vehicles. Mm-hmm. So Skills USA really provides that, that source of product that can make sure that our, our consumers and our customers have a great experience. But, but I think for us it goes beyond that because if you look at what America has to do to be competitive well into the future, we have to make sure that we have a, a tremendously qualified talent pool. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was, a, there was a recent article in Wall Street Journal on their CEO council, and when they spelled out their top three priorities, these are the business leaders from around the world, improving the tax code, immigration policy were one and two, but number three was to improve the education system and support technical careers. Oh, nice. And by doing that, it's going to allow us to be, become a much bigger player in the global market and be able to export so, you know, there's a, there's a broader picture on why we support organizations like Skills than just the need for technicians. It's good for America. Right. I think that we've seen a you know, slipping back in the school system, certainly, and it is a big concern in terms of the uh, caliber of our workforce. So uh, Skills USA obviously has a great curriculum and has done a fabulous job. Um, uh, I, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit about how you see that manifested in the in the young people. I know you spoke at the event about the fact that you were so impressed with their work ethic and their zeal for life. Um, how do you see it benefiting, uh, you know, as they come out of the program? Well, I, that, that's what I was probably most impressed with, and, and it really took me by surprise because I, I knew that the students were going to be trained to be very technical uh, and, and do a great job from that, that aspect, but, but the, the leadership skills, the life skills, that these students are learning. When you, when you listen to speaker after speaker, uh, they're, they're much more mature and much more worldly than I was at their age, most certainly. Me too. Uh, so I, I think they are just doing a tremendous job helping these, molding these young people uh, to be tremendous leaders into the future beyond just what they do in work, but what they do in their communities. So I, it's, it was really impressive to see. 
So your involvement is really just as much uh, business as well as corporate social responsibility. And could you tell us uh, what does social responsibility really mean to you personally? Number one, it means good business. So forget the, the philosophy that we have as a company, and that's basically to enrich society through the manufacturing of cars. Because when you look at the automobile, it, it allows for freedom, both economic and, and political freedom. Uh, it, it helps people earn money to, to be able to drive economies. We're able to share best practices and technologies uh, beyond just the automobile. But, but when you look at consumers today, it used to be important to satisfy customers. And then that has evolved to where it's important to give customers a good experience. But today's consumer needs to and wants to be engaged, not only with the product, but also the company that they do business with. And that's where CSR comes into, into play. Uh, you have to be a good company to really win in today's environment. Uh, and, and that's why CSR is so important to us, beyond the, the, the philosophy of the company. And CSR is corporate social responsibility, yes. of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... and uh, we, we have just completed a, a program called 100 Cars for Good, where we actually gave 100 cars away to charities across the U.S. That's right. I saw that on Facebook. I thought that was a fabulous idea. And, and I had many uh, charities go in and vote and uh, put their names in. Uh, I think that was, uh, that was the first time I'd ever seen that done. I, I salute Toyota for doing that. Well, part of it is, you know, dealing with a lot of different charitable organizations, we, we found that um, a lot of them really don't use Facebook and a lot of the social media. So as much as anything else, it, it allowed us to educate them on how to use social media. So even if they didn't win a car, um, they, they have a lot more people that know their story, and they've received contributions from all over the country, not just from their local community. So to, to me, that was really a rewarding thing. We're at the end of the segment. If you can wait for just a moment, Jim, we're going to bring you back and talk about some of the other community affairs efforts that you do and talk more about the 100 cars. We're going to be right back with more on the business of corporate social responsibility and Skills USA. This is Unfinished Business with Betsy Berkemer and Renee Frazier on KFWB News Talk 980. KFWB News Talk 980. Welcome back. This is Unfinished Business with Betsy Berkmer and Renee Frazier. I'm Renee Frazier, owner of Frazier Communications, full-service advertising and marketing. And I'm Betsy Berkemer, owner of Berkemer Clayton Executive Search. And just a quick reminder, please tune in to hear us while you're driving to work every weekday at 7.58 in the morning to hear our one-minute tips about unfinished business. Today we're talking about uh, corporate social responsibility with a special highlight on Toyota Motor Sales. Toyota Motor Sales, based in Torrance, California, is a big supporter of Skills USA, which is a remarkable organization that trains over 300,000 young people, mostly high school students, every year. And it's a well-kept secret. We're helping to get the word out that Skills USA is nationwide, and there's a big chapter, a big organization right here in California as well. Well, let's bring Jim Lentz 
back on. Jim is the president and COO of uh, Toyota Motor Sales. Jim, we wanted to ask you to talk a little bit more about why you're so committed to uh, Skills USA, what you see as the Ranger's strength, and, and how well that organization is run. Well, you know, one, one of the reasons that I was so intrigued in, in helping use my voice to, to amplify what they do is this is an organization that 92 cents out of every dollar raised goes back into their program services. Hmm. And that's an absolutely phenomenal number to look at. And Skills USA. Yeah. Yep. Wonderful. Uh, and, and, and one reason that it goes back into it is they don't spend a lot of time marketing and merchandising what they do. So if, if people like myself and other organizations, other corporations can get involved and, and help them expand their reach, uh, today they have well over 300,000 students involved in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if you look at the good that they do in their communities, uh, the, the more that corporations can do to get the word out, to donate to this group, to expand it, in today's tough, tough economic environment, uh, they are doing exactly what's needed to help get America back on its feet and ensure that America is successful well into the future with a skilled labor force. And you see um, Skills USA as a pipeline developer to um, to funnel, if that's the right word, potential employees into your dealer network. No, no question. And, and, and if you look at the, the hundred different skills that they work on, uh, some of them are great for, for the automotive industry, but, but – uh, what they teach from life skills and vocation will apply probably to just about any and every business that's out there today. That's right. They have told us they have 1,100 different uh, businesses and trade associations across various sectors. And we're going to be talking in a few minutes to uh, Tim Lawrence, the executive director. So I'd like to turn the spotlight back a little bit on Toyota, if I might. We were talking about corporate social responsibility is a priority. You made the astute comment that current consumers really expect companies to have, uh, they want to be engaged with companies, they want to respect and trust the companies they work with. It isn't just about a good experience. So Toyota has taken a concerted effort to be a good corporate citizen and very involved in the community. You want to tell us a little bit more about the role community affairs plays and how that may have changed in the last few years? Sure. Um, you know, in, in our industry, we, we have gone through a depression. Um, our industry in the last three years, from our peak volume about three years ago, dropped almost 40%. Wow. Uh, which is unheard of. The, the most we had ever seen in the past was 15 to 18%. Um, but, but Toyota, again, with this longer-term philosophy, uh, when we had to idle our plants here in the United States, we didn't lay off a single team member. Mm. Uh, rather, we invested money in the associates. We used that time for training, so when the market recovered, we'd be building uh, even more efficiently and better products. Uh, we also loaned many of our team members to local organizations in the community. Uh, in effect, we paid them to become volunteers to be able to support their local communities. That's great. Uh, and it, it really has worked very, very well for us. Uh, but, it, but again, it's, it's a long-term view. Mm-hmm. Not every company sees it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we feel that it's critical that we have uh, very supportive, very loyal, very engaged associates working for the company so they can, you know, 
they can show their communities what kind of company we are. I like that because, you know, your employees are really ambassadors for the brand and for the company. Most and, certainly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when they speak highly, it means a lot, and it's neighbor to neighbor. Uh, and, you know, they're expected to be very candid, so you want them to authentically be able to speak positively about the company. It's been tough times in the automotive industry. There's no doubt about it. And I think that uh, you see Toyota's involvement. We were uh, really impressed with the Girltopia effort, just to go uh, into that for a moment, mm-hmm. that we saw here in Los Angeles. A nice way to reach out to young women. And girls. That's where uh, Toyota was a sponsor of the Girl Scouts of Los Angeles. Huge exposition, huge exposition at the uh, convention center, and uh, very uh, encouraging and motivating and inspirational for young girls. I mean, from ages of third grade on up to yeah. be thinking about their futures early on. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask uh, Jim. Uh, the leadership has to come from the top, and when Renee and I. I uh, had the privilege of seeing you win this uh, award from Skills USA. You are obviously one of the leading corporate uh, people who who supports Skills USA. So advise other business owners or corporate leaders as to where that that leadership comes from and why be involved with uh, corporate social responsibility because if it doesn't come from the top, it's not going to bubble up from the bottom of uh, any company no matter what size. Sure. Well, you know to me, it's two different reasons. Number one, it makes good business sense. Um, every dollar you invest in, in corporate social responsibility, you will get back in, in many, many folds in terms of engaging customers and doing business in the community. Uh, and, and second off, it, it's, our, it's our belief that it, it's the right thing to do. Um, we, we really feel from, from the very beginning, from the start of this company, that that we need to enrich society by building cars and, and, and giving back to the community, being, being the most respected automaker in every community that we do business in all around the world uh, is good business for us, and, and it allows us to engage our dealers. If, if, if you look at uh, America today, uh, whenever there's a need in a local community, the very first place most of those community organizations go is a local car dealer because they are really the bedrock of those communities. So this goes beyond just corporate Toyota mm-hmm. into the franchisees, the, the 1,500 people that we have across this country. Can you give us some specific examples, Jim? Uh, oh, sure. Um, you know, we, we have a, a match program with our dealers where we actually match up to $10,000 of uh, a donation that any dealer gives across the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, they are involved in hospice. They are involved in education programs. Uh, they're involved in marine scholarship programs. Uh, much of it is around education um, because we, we truly believe that, that we need to be leaders in that field to, to try and create an environment that allows us to educate uh, leaders of tomorrow. I like that a lot. I know that Toys for Tots is also a big part of uh, what uh, some of the regions do and what some of the dealers work on. Um, so good for business as well as good for the community. Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's a, when we talk about uh, how a business leader leads and the decisions and choices that get made, uh, I think you spoke to it goes to the heart of Toyota enriching society through the manufacturing of cars. 
when you think about leadership and the, uh, running a large organization as you do with Toyota Motor Sales, uh, there are also choices that have to be made. We we had an opportunity to speak with Howard Schultz at Starbucks, and he mentioned in the interview how tough it is sometimes to make the decisions between corporate social responsibility uh, and responsibility to employees and the community versus profitability. Do you Good see point. these things as incompatible, and how do, how do you handle that? No, they're they're interconnected. I you know I don't I don't think that you can have uh, profitability with, without social responsibility. Hmm. Um, so they, they are, they are integrated. I don't, you know, there are difficult times when you have to make decisions on large programs. Companies have to be involved and support their local communities. So if times are tough, we went through a difficult time with the automotive recession, uh, but we didn't pull back on what we were doing in the community. In fact, we actually increased over the last three years what we're doing in the community because quite frankly as difficult as it was for us it was even more difficult in many of the communities that we serve Mm, Um, so it's it's the right thing to do and we feel in long run it's going to pay off you know when you look at all the different stakeholders that are involved in in a corporation shareholders are are certainly part of that and you we have to be mindful of every dollar we spend because it's the shareholders dollars You've done an excellent job of building the case, uh, a superb job of building the case for uh, involvement in the community, but particularly for Skills USA. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, we wish you safe travels back to Los Angeles. That was Jim Lentz, president and COO, Toyota Motor Sales, and the recent champion winner of the award from Skills USA. This is Unfinished Business with Betsy Berkemer and Renee Frazier. We will be right back on KFWB News Talk 980. KFWB News Talk 980. Welcome back to Unfinished Business with Betsy and Renee. I'm Betsy Berkemer. And I'm Renee Frazier. Fascinating discussion to talk about Skills USA. It's been interesting, Betsy, to hear how businesses can use an organization like this and benefit from it, but at the same time really contribute heavily to the organization's growth and direction. And how vocational school training uh, for kids coming out of high school or still in high school is such a value to their work ethic and to their direction in their careers, giving them confidence and uh, the ability, the understanding that they can compete and have a great job when they're out of uh, the vocational training. Right, and life skills, which I was really impressed with. Well, we both had the opportunity to attend the Skills USA event in New York, and we met with Tim Lawrence there, and he was on the stage, the executive director of skills usa and we're delighted to have him on the radio with us today tim welcome to the show thank you it's a pleasure tim tell us a little bit about the organization and how you got engaged in it sure uh, renee I, I was a member of the organization in high school myself in southern west virginia and in, in the late 60s and it totally changed my life as a young man i was training in a manufacturing pathway and wanted to build stuff and make things and that was my dream and my uh my goal. So the technical training helped me so much to to better understand the academic challenges of high school and to get my, my life on the right path. But Skills USA was that leadership organization that really helped me, as you said, develop the, the very important life skills that employers are looking for. 
Well, how long has Skills USA been around? <laughs> well, we were founded in 1965 by a group of, of business and government and education leaders. Well, now Skills USA trains almost 300,000 people. That's 300,000 includes your instructors. You're in multiple cities across the country. Um, we wanted to focus in part, Tim, on, on the businesses you work with. And we've had an opportunity to talk with Jim Lentz about the involvement of Toyota. But can you talk more broadly about the kinds of businesses that partner with Skills USA and the benefits to those businesses? Absolutely, yeah. Business partnerships are really the lifeblood of SkillsUSA. Again, going back to our founding, there were other organizations that, that tried to form a professional organization for students in technical education prior to ours, and they were strictly educational organizations. The magic of SkillsUSA from day one has been that we involve business, and today we enjoy the partnerships of, of over 1,100 national corporations and trade associations and businesses, even small businesses, who support SkillsUSA because of that connection to these great kids. You see, above all else, even though we're in a technical training field, SkillsUSA is a leadership and character development organization. So employers are attracted to uh, the young people who are coming through this technical pathway and have the, the life skills, what we call employability skills, to make them successful. Teamwork, communication, time management, understanding diversity in the workplace, communication is so important. But the companies we work with, Toyota has been a partner for 23 years. Jim Lentz, our champion, is a great advocate for us. But there, there are other, over a thousand other companies involved. Toyota being one of our finest partners, but organizations like Caterpillar Incorporated out of Peoria, their dealers know about SkillsUSA. They see SkillsUSA on the resume, and that student would get preferred at least interview with that company because dealers want the students with those combinations, that combination of technical and, and employability skills. Mm-hmm. But other organizations, um, in fact, SkillsUSA and the 16 career clusters that make up all the occupations in this country and really globally, SkillsUSA touches 13 of those 16 clusters. So we have students involved in in the automotive field, diesel, aviation, uh, all the mechanical areas, um, marine technology. But we also have students in graphic arts. We have students in culinary and hospitality. Mm -hmm. We have students in in construction technology uh, courses. Uh, robotics and engineering and manufacturing courses from CNC machining to robotics and automation and understanding the automated manufacturing process. So, Wow, you cover the gamut. Yeah. Runs very deep, Renee. Are most of the students currently high school students, or do you also continue training students after high school, or what? what is your population of the 300-some thousand students each year look like? Good question. Uh, Yes, our, our population is, is predominantly high school, about 80%. Uh, this past year, we served 320,000-plus students and teachers. Of that number, there are about 13 to 14,000 teachers involved in the program as professional members. But the, um, the uh, 80% high school and, and 20% college or post-secondary, primarily the two-year colleges that have associate degrees in technical areas. We also have a few chapters in four-year universities. But we encourage and embrace uh, higher education, continuous learning, encourage our students to pursue degrees and advanced degrees as they move through their life process and their career path. So Skills USA is more like a club format rather than a vocational school. 
Right, and, and we like to say that it's integral to the curriculum. Right. Uh, unfortunately, schools sometimes focus just on the academic learning or the technical training, and they don't think about the soft skills that you're talking about, which are so important. Communications, the ability to work with a team, uh, time management, as you said, the importance of even uh, you know looking a person in the eye and shaking their hand solidly when you're greeting them. Those are the things that, I guess, in the old days might have been trained at the family or at some other level, but you've successfully integrated them in. So as you said, employers know they're going to get a fully well-rounded individual when they hire someone with SkillsUSA training. SkillsUSA talks a lot with our students, too, about work ethic. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, that is so important to employers. And, and that, that basic work ethic, students understanding the corporate quality culture, understanding that time management is so important, that production is so important, and being not only a good employee, but having a solid personal life, family life, community life and serving that community is so important to our students as well. So so we really try to drive that home. How do you how do you working with the businesses, do you help to facilitate these students getting jobs? We do. We're not a, a job placement organization, but just by virtue of, of the the, uh, the students working with our business partners and again there are eleven hundred corporations like Toyota that help us when students go through our program they're connecting with business and industry through our competitions. We have a, a huge competition that goes from the local school level to a district level to a state championship level onto a national, a huge national competition. And just last month, um, well, I basically in October, since it's the first day of December, uh, in October we had uh, 17 students travel to London for an international skills competition. Um, so at every level uh-huh. of competition, students are meeting employers, they're meeting national training managers, they're meeting the people in their community that, that provide the jobs. And believe me, those employers... Uh, when they see the level of our students, it's a great recruiting ground for them when they come to a SkillsUSA event. Yes, well, and Renee and I did attend your awards dinner in New York, and I was very impressed by the the students, the level of their enthusiasm. They weren't even out of high school yet, and they were already uh, well-trained and um, ready to go to work. I really, And they were enjoying their time with SkillsUSA. And yet, I must say, here in California, I had not heard about SkillsUSA, and we're so glad to get to know about you and to talk more on our on our show here and in the future about your existence. Tell us, in California, uh, you do have uh, quite a number of students in the program, do you not? Yes, we have several thousand, and we're, we're growing rapidly in California. California is a, uh, is a market, and our State Department of Education there understands it, where we need to get more of our students involved in SkillsUSA just to get that, uh, that edge that they need to, to succeed. We, we have a, uh, a slogan that's going into our classroom now for our students, and the slogan, Renee, is there's never been a better time to be skilled. And as my generation uh, is graying and the baby boomers are moving out of the market, we know that these students are going to have wonderful opportunities, global transferable skills that to be able to carry into the workplace. And when we say there's never been a better time to be skilled, we're talking about technical skills, academic skills, and those very important employability skills. You know, Tim, you've got a, a great organization. What's the, what keeps you up at night? What's the biggest challenge you're facing? Really, we have a vision called Vision 2020, Renee, and, and our vision is to, to reach 1 million students annually by the year 2020. Wow. We'll also build, build connections to industry for all those students and to be recognized. As you said, you'd never heard of skills. You'll say we are, we are one of those best-kept secrets. Mm-hmm. So another part of our vision is to be recognized nationally as the expert for young people in employability and workforce education. I'm so glad that that you are building here in California as well.
No, I think it's, we need it. We've got a strong workforce, and there are issues with our educational system, particularly in Los Angeles. So it's good to see this kind of a program in a marketplace where the young people really want it. You know, I, I in my business, we do a lot of work with um, young people. We do a lot of research and focus groups and with parents and with kids. And I'm always amazed at their desire to do well. There's this real heartfelt motivation, even among some of the kids who are not uh, primary English speaking. Uh, they just don't have the skill set. And they don't. don't always have a person who believes in them and it skills you as say i'm talking to some of the instructors you see you've got people who really see the value in the person and nourish that mm-hmm. and going back to my experience uh, so many years ago with skills usa it was that instructor we like to call them the, the chapter advisor who really uh was the inspiration and that's really what what inspires each and every student to 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 be more than they thought they could be um, it's it's a great organization, and our teachers, our instructors are the heartbeat of this organization. Well, and Tim, uh, at the end of our show, we're giving the complete information on how people can contact Skills USA. But tell us, how do you recruit through the schools? Do you rely on the teachers to identify um, students who would be good recruits for the program, or do you are you trying to get the word out about Skills USA? How do you do it? Well, we're doing a lot of things on the PR side. We just had a wonderful article in Parade Magazine on Labor Day Sunday, the issue that talks about what Americans earn in the workplace. We had a full feature there online and in print with Parade. We also had Huffington Post and AOL. We had some great coverage. So we're trying to get the word out on the PR side. We've got a lot of great spokespeople like Mr. Lentz working on our behalf. But we also really, in the core of the organization, depend on those schools and those instructors and the administrators in those schools to see the value of what we do. And, and really help build their campus into a into a learning uh, laboratory that includes leadership and employability skills in addition to the academics and the technical side. So, so we're really working hard with the schools. We'll help you make a million, that's for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Right. Good luck on making reaching a million students by 2020 with your Vision 2020. This is Unfinished Business with Betsy Berkemer and Renee Frazier. We're going to be right back with more about corporate social responsibility and ways you can give back into the community and gain back on the employee side. On KFWB, News Talk 980. KFWB, News Talk 980. This is Unfinished Business with Betsy Berkemer and Renee Frazier. And we've been talking about vocational schools and Toyota and Skills USA. And, Renee, it's just great to uh, explore this whole topic. It really is. I think that uh, Skills USA represents a viable opportunity for companies to truly participate in the community and at the same time gain the benefit of having a workforce pipeline that they might not otherwise have. And Skills USA has a tremendous track record in the marketplace. I think oh, it's interesting to know that vocational schools are another option for people. As we hear about the controversy surrounding whether or not college is valuable, we know that vocational schools uh, have a real role to play in the community. And we have a woman on the line who has been the president of the graduating class of, of Skills, Skills USA. USA here. Victoria Holbert, who's the uh, national president, and she's been a student within the Skills USA program. Tim Lawrence, the executive director, whom we just spoke with, had suggested we talk to Victoria. Welcome to the show, Victoria. Oh, thank you for having me. We're delighted to uh, to have you on the show. Betsy and I were both in New York at the uh, Champion Dinner where Jim Lentz got the award, and we had a chance to hear you speak there. 
Yes, I actually had the privilege of serving as the presiding officer for the ceremony, and I got to award Mr. Lentz with his official Skills USA blazer and his award for the evening. That's right. He got the red jacket. We're going to have to ask him uh, uh, if he's wearing that uh, the and next if, time we see him. If his golf game improved. That's so, right. Uh, well, Victoria, Vic- tell us how you got involved in Skills USA. Kind of take us through your, your story. Well, I actually got started on accident. I was sitting in school, and my sister came home one day, and she told me about this amazing organization that changed her life. And I thought to myself, well, if it did this much for her, then I might as well try it out. So I actually competed in the competitions. I competed in extemporaneous speech and job interview, and I didn't get actually place at all. And so I mm-hmm. decided to go for a officer position for the state of Massachusetts, and I ended up becoming the state president. And in the past uh, national leadership conference, I ran for a national officer and became the national president. Right, so they represent the uh, students, and they uh, have a chance at uh, leadership opportunities. What do you think mm-hmm. you get the most from, what have you gotten the most out of, and, and what skills do you think you've learned, Victoria? I think the most I've got is employability skills and just experience. I mean, at 17 years old, I've been able to, I just got back from London last month, I've been to North Carolina, and I've been to New York twice, so the experience is just amazing. Is that part of Um, your training program, Victoria? um, It was actually just my role as the national president has led me to these uh, traveling engagements because going to London was actually the international skills competition held in London, England. I see. Well, what would you suggest for other young people listening to us? Uh, what what are the the most important skills for them to bring to Skills USA, and um, where should they? What should they focus on in order to be most successful in the program? Coming into Skills USA, you just have to go with it into it with an open mind because it has so many opportunities for everyone. And if at first you don't get what you want like I did I didn't end up getting the I didn't place in my competitions just keep going for more because there's something for everyone and there's always a way to succeed in the organization you know what I like about the organization is the fact that you have um there are different skill sets that they try to train young people to have that relate to business so customer service um entrepreneurship uh, different skills, leadership, management, uh, speaking in front of large groups. So uh, some of the fundamental building blocks to be a successful business person. A lot of young people learn those in college, but you've actually had the opportunity to get prepared within SkillsUSA. Um, tell us about your experience with NASA and the experiment that you worked on. Oh, yes. Over the summer, I, me and three other students created a science experiment It was the growth rate of lactobacillus, acidophilus, and microgravity. And a lot of people are like, what the heck is that? But what it is is a oral bacteria, because I'm in dental assisting, so we tried to tie in the trade and our science class. And so it's an oral bacteria that creates cavities. And we wanted to test if astronauts are more prone to cavities in space with an accelerated growth of bacteria. So... We submitted this project, and it won nationally and earned a spot on the final spa- on the final space station. On the shuttle, they actually took it up and they conducted the same experiment up there. Is that correct? Yes. They were performing our experiment at the same time 
in space as we were on Earth. Uh, wow. What did you find? Does it accelerate the growth of the bacteria? Yes. We, uh, we went up to MIT in Massachusetts, and we tested it using an optical density test, and we found that there is evidence proving that bacteria does grow faster on space than it does here on Earth. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> right. <You're> right. <laughs> Wonderful, Victoria. So uh, what's next for you? What's your next step? For the NASA program, we're actually, me and my brother actually teamed up on a group with me, and we're creating a new experiment. And since the space program ended here in the United States, they opened up a new student program for the International Space Station, which is going to be taking off from Russia. So we're working on a project to send up with Russian with Russian space jet. Oh, exciting. Well, Victoria, you're terrific, a wonderful role model. Thank you for sharing your uh, skills USA experience with us. It's been uh, powerful and compelling for other young people and parents listening. Thanks very much. That was Victoria Holbert, national president, the student president of Skills USA. Now, Betsy, let's talk about other options for people. Well, I, I think it's one of the most important and pressing questions, Renee, for young people right now coming out of high school to decide whether they're going to go to vocational school or to college. And with the increasing tuition costs that colleges are uh, are experiencing for so many reasons and the uh, crushing economy, uh, a lot of people have to choose to go to vocational school, but it's a very um, uh, often a choice that is very uh, appropriate for that person. And we, we in general, have looked at uh, questions people should ask themselves. Uh, should you go to uh, a vocational school? You're training for a specific vocation. You're not learning the theory necessarily that you're going to learn in college. And vocational programs are generally shorter, more two-year programs than four-year colleges. And on average, the earnings coming out of uh, vocational school are less than you can earn when you... Um, when you go to a full-year school, uh, college, however, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, it's not bad. Uh, weekly income for a college graduate of $1,000 uh, versus a weekly income for a vocational school graduate of $760. So it's just uh, statistics that the BLS uh, provides. And college tends to be more expensive. Clearly, it's just more expensive. And graduates of vocational schools usually, like the skills USA grads, are in an excellent position to get a job right out of their vocational training. Well, I think those are interesting insights into, you know, what the options are. What I liked about the uh, Skills USA group is they are, I think, instilling a sense of competition and excellence in the young people. And as a company, I know with our corporate social responsibility programs, we really look for programs that um, uh, are good for the community but also support something we want to do in the company. So, for example, uh, giving opportunities for our employees to teach and to mentor. In the case of Skills USA, say they make sure that their programs meet the industry needs, as we heard in the case of Toyota. They also uh, provide opportunities for employment, which I think is really important in today's environment. Uh, so many young people are searching for jobs. Mm -hmm. This is a program that creates a pipeline. And they also promote specific skills that those industries truly need that may not be being supplied by a vocational school or even at a college level. And as Jim Lentz said, uh, for his purposes at Toyota, he sees that these Skills USA grads 
graduates really have the work ethic. Exactly. They're really focused on getting the job done, performing well, and that's what you and I know as as employers ourselves. We want to hire people who have that kind of dedication to getting the job done. That's right, and it starts early. They start young with these kids young, as we heard from Tim, and I think it's important to know that it's uh, embedded in them. It's not something that uh, they're forced. They really want to do the job well, and they've got a lot of energy around it. The competition that they do in the championships also help. I think making the kids compete. Remember, they do it in a huge stadium in Kansas City. It's amazing. And the kids do automotive as well as cosmetology and all kinds of other areas. So they learn the thrill and the uh, nerve-wracking nature of competition. And the disappointment. Like uh, Victoria said, you've got to brush yourself off and keep on going. I think that's just like life. It's just like business. You're not going to win every new client. You're not going to win every situation. We're in competition all the time, and it's good for young people to learn that early and not, Very good to, point. not think they're only going to learn it during the work life. Very good point. And, he, and they're not learning it on your dime, if you will. You know, they're mm-hmm. learning it in, a, in an environment where they're nurtured and they're accepted, which is great. And they, they're among their colleagues who've experienced it. So you're right. It's a much healthier way mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, to go through those experiences. And the earlier you learn it, the stronger you're going to be as a worker. Well, how do people get in touch with Skills USA? Well, Skills USA is a great organization, as we mentioned. Uh, they are available online at skillsusa.org. There's also a phone number, which is 703-777-8810, and that's skillsusa.org. So people can email them and ask for information to become a business partner. Repeat that phone number. Phone number is 703-777-8810. For Skills USA and skillsusa.org, there's no periods in the USA part. It's just That's skills right, just Skills USA, USA all one org. word, skillsusa.org. And they can also specifically ask either to join as a student member or to ask about being a business partner like Toyota has become. That's great. So just like unfinished business, Renee, uh, we've come to the end of the hour and there's still more to say, darn it. If you missed any part of our show today, you can hear this and all our previous shows on the web at un- UnfinishedBusinessTips.com. Be sure and put the word tips at the end of unfinished business. And until next Sunday, we wish you a profitable week ahead. Also, listen and tune in to our one-minute tips while you drive to work. We are on at 7.58 a.m. each morning. This is Unfinished Business with Betsy Berkemer and Renee Frazier on KFWB News Talk 980.